The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all, but then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Let some things be retrograde. Guys, welcome to That's So Retrograde. Thank you for joining us again today. It is it's summer. It's summer and the city has opened. It took me an hour and a half to get to this studio. What's up? I didn't miss you traffic. Yeah, it's wild. So we're peeling the curtain back a little bit. Oh, first, do we say our names? Do no, we, no, Should we? No, we did not. I'm Elizabeth. Hello, Elizabeth. I'm Stephanie. I'm glad you mentioned that. You're new. I go Welcome. by Stephanie. <laughs> she goes by Stephanie, everybody. Welcome. If you're old, to the show. We're sorry. No, <laughs> if you're old, that sucks. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for coming back and joining us. So um, we are pre-recording this. And as of yesterday, Los Angeles opened up. So when this is coming out, we'll be about a month in. So I'll be interested to right. check back in where we're at. But we were talking before we started recording about just like the feelings like, around are things we starting up again? Are we excited? Are we, what are we? Well, what are you? I feel ready. Like it doesn't feel like a shock to the system. Definitely walked into a Nordstrom's earlier and like got a little like emotional in a weird way of like, oh yeah, I haven't been in a department store <laughs> and I haven't been into a Mecca like this in so long. But it was just like a, a a moment of like, it felt like foreign, but like a hug at the same time. So that was really nice. But um, for now, I'm definitely dipping my toe into any type of like socializing and going places and anything like that. So there's like an every other day rule. Oh, that's like a I, hard rule. I mean, yeah, just okay. like I just feel like it, I've realized how draining it is to be around people, mm -hmm. especially when that hasn't really been the case for so long. So I'm I'm work I'm playing around with, yeah, like plans every other day instead of stacking. And definitely if I can, you know, the best I can is just to like not over schedule. Right. No yeah. interest in that anymore. There's no need. I think like saw that great meme. I don't exactly remember what it said specifically, or maybe it was like a tweet, but it was basically like, you know, the world didn't shut down and make us check our values just so we can jump back in and like get into the hustle and grind again. Like we can't, like that idea is so done. And I think learning that like, you can go to the office, you can stay home. Like everything is much more like gentle. So the notion, yeah, like of leaving my house to do stuff every day is like, ideally no. Yeah, that's not going to work. But I'm personally like ready to not feel like I don't live like a free life. Like I like, I'm excited not to have to wear a mask when I go into a restaurant. I'm excited not to wear it in here. Like I'm just, I'm ready to like be in the world. Do I feel like, I don't know how I would feel in like a crowded room or like a crowded concert, but like truth be told, like that always kind of made my nervous system like uh, like, I don't know. I want to stand in the back or like backstage. Like, I don't want to be touching sweaty bodies all the time. So, I mean, maybe when I was like, you know, 20, like and on ecstasy or something, but times have changed. And so no on that, but like just being, feeling like you can do stuff, like that's great. It's like the, the knowing that you can is almost better than like the doing it itself. In, in a way, the option is really exciting. And I feel like there's permission. Like people are, before it's like, you know, okay, we're playing by the rules and we're doing this and we're not doing this. And now it's like, no, you have permission to kind of like choose your own adventure. And that's much more of like a liberated energy, I think, for the group. A, a really lovely byproduct of the past, of 2020 in this past year was just like taking things at my own pace. And I really hope to be able to bring that into this reopening mm -hmm. of things. Well, you can. It's up to you. 
Thank you. You know, it's whatever you want. Speaking of our own pace, we have a guest on today who um, I'm really excited about. We're talking to Ali Shaper of the Multiverse, and we'll get into that. So mushrooms, guys. Yeah. We're fans. We're about to learn a whole bunch. So um, let's go on a mushroom journey. Let's go. Let's do it. See you there. So today we have a fun conversation. We are exploring the space. We tapped into it a couple years back on the show with Taro of Four Sigmatic. And um, we're fans of mushrooms over here. That's a retrograde and all their varieties. And we're going to go deeper on that with Ali Shaper, co-founder, curator, fan of the fungi community. And, and the multiverse. The multiverse, which is a very cool curated platform of all things functional mushrooms. Like as Steph said, when we did our episode five years ago with mm -hmm. Taro, the founder of Four Sigmatic, mm -hmm. to our knowledge, that was really the only brand like really putting it out there. And now as your as your website highlights, there's so many brands and they're female founded companies and POC founded companies. And you're really like bringing it all into one place. So we want to know what you know. So thanks for being here. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. It's my favorite thing to talk about. I talk about how mushrooms are going to save the world all day, mm -hmm. every day. You know, it's interesting because in, in I love tarot. I'm such a fan of Four Sigmatic and they paved the way, right, to make mushrooms kind of cool and, and sexy and accessible. And we want to take that to a, another level with what we're doing. Mm -hmm. The multiverse, and when we started this whole venture, I kind of thought there was around maybe like 60 to 70 functional mushroom brands out there. Mm -hmm. And the traction for the mushroom space, both functional mushrooms, psychedelics, they, I really think they rise in parallel, is just exploded over the last few years. Mm -hmm. And so we've had touch points with almost 200 CPG functional mushroom brands. That's wow. just ingestibles. And I mean, the categories, they're expanding into beauty, dog food. Every single category is kind of coming onto the market with functional mushroom infused products mm -hmm. and it's it's really wild and so our goal with the multiverse is you know picking the best brands and highlighting them for consumers mm -hmm. so i agree that mushrooms will save the planet they're like a divine intelligence that maybe was put here by aliens i don't know <laughs> i actually recently thought that i invented a theory which is that human beings ate mushrooms and that's how they got their consciousness and then i realized that that was already a theory called <laughs> the stoned was, ape theory she was high as fuck i literally was so high and i was like oh my god i bet this is what happened and my friend was like that's already a thing that people think happened and i was like that's probably what happened you know it's i don't i don't hold against you i thought i invented the drone a few years after it was <laughs> invented. Um, no, but I, I'm totally, totally on board with that theory. Stone yeah. Ape theory, Terrence McKenna. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were to actually, and there's so much information coming out right now about mushrooms and, and antiquity and how we developed actually, you know, Western religion being developed using psychedelic mm -hmm. rituals, which we can like dive into that yeah. later. But, you know, if you were to look at the progression of the human brain over a certain period of time, why a lot of people point to psilocybin mushrooms to expedite that development is because it was so rapid and it was seemingly unexplained for other reasons. Mm -hmm. And if you were to look at, you know, what psilocybin does to the brain and brain scans of someone who is, has ingested psilocybin or other psychedelics, it's really crazy. I mean, it really enhances all these other neural pathways in your brain yeah. and changes the way you think. Okay, so I want to get into that in a second because I'm just like, um, I feel like when we take psychedelic mushrooms, especially in a microdose capacity, it creates this like perfectly synced part of your brain that you can't access like in other. I mean, Elizabeth and I have both been on like all the ADD meds and we've smoked a lot of weed and like there's this constant. We're fun. Yeah, <laughs> we're fun and we're broken. Um, uh, there's this constant pursuit of trying to get our cognitive state into a place where we feel at ease and connected. And to me, the only thing that I can point to is psychedelic mushroom. But I want to ask you about mushrooms in general and to talk a little bit about like how they function in their intelligence and why. Because, you know, like every part of the earth basically is like connected through a mm -hmm. network of fungi. Yeah. Fungi. How do you pronounce it? I'm a fungi person. Okay. But you know, I feel like it makes you sound tomato. smarter to I'm say fungi. I'm a fun guy person. <laughs> I'm fungi. <laughs> um, so can you talk a bit about like why you have that passion for mushrooms? Like what is their magic quality aside from what they do? Right. I, I love this question. Mm -hmm. And I actually wrote something recently 
because of all of these incredible different, and I guess, again, across every single industry, mushrooms are, are disrupting something. Mm-hmm. And what's so fascinating to me and part of my passion of like why I'm doing this and why I'm in this space is because I actually believe if humans were to mirror the behavior and intelligence of mushrooms below ground, mm-hmm. um, you know, like you mentioned, the mycelium network, which we can get into in a second, yeah, that we would have a more joyous and connected world. Totally. For sure. And there's so much wisdom that we can learn from mushrooms mm-hmm. and, you know, why there's all these theories about, you know, mushrooms being used to expedite the development of the human brain and functional mushrooms solving a lot of health issues in our body is because like they're, they're and, and why you have people that take psilocybin mushrooms and have this, you know, universal feeling of oneness and peace and joy. It's, it's like they're trying to teach us a lesson. Totally. And people are now starting to listen, right? Like our Western world is waking up to their potential. And so it's really funny, you know, in, in large part because mushrooms, functional mushrooms, psychedelics have been used in, in Chinese medicine for thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. The first Rishi was documented in Chinese medicine in 2050 BC. Wow. So this has been around, but our Western world is having this, you know, really shiny moment with them. But the hope is that it will stick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I actually believe that it's like the psychedelic revolution of our time yeah. is the spiritual revolution of our time. Yeah. That's going to be the thing that shepherds us from what was to what will be. It'll be the only way for the group to get awakened, I think. This girl is deep. I mean, <laughs> sorry, coming in. But like, I think about this a lot because I microdose a lot and I, yeah. um, they are like little teachers, like you're saying, and there's just there's such an intelligence that we need to expand our perspective. We're not seeing the picture properly because we don't recognize our interconnectedness like you're describing. Yeah, I think that, you know, to to kind of mirror what mushrooms actually do underground, above ground, like that's why that would be so profound because like you mentioned, the mycelium network, it connects, it covers the entire surface area of the earth. So maybe people don't know what this is. Yeah, so the mycelium network, the easiest way to think about it and I guess to kind of like backpedal before we even explain that, when most people think about a mushroom, mm-hmm. you picture a grassy field and then this little like mushroom fruiting body popping up. Because mm-hmm. that's what most people think of when they think of a mushroom. Mm-hmm. It's actually 5% of the entire organism. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's very much tip of the iceberg. And that's, a, you know, why mushrooms are so misunderstood, I think, by a lot of people is majority of them are underground where you can't see them. Mm-hmm. And they connect all living things on Earth. The mycelium network is this beautiful interconnected. It's called the wood wide web um, fun. by a lot of people. That's so fun. It functions like the Earth's Internet, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Mm-hmm. And so, it you know, you can transmit nutrients through all of its pathways. It connects diverse species all over, you know, under the ground and then above ground. And so this mushroom fruiting body is kind of the end tip of the mycelium network. And what's so cool is it covers the entire surface area of the earth. So every step that you're taking when you're walking around, there's mycelium underneath of you. Mm-hmm. You can access nature porn. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and a really cool documentary. I, I'm sure you, maybe you guys have seen this. Have you seen Fantastic Fungi? Mm-hmm. I have not. Incredible documentary. It's an hour and a half. It was directed and produced by this guy, Louis Schwartzberg. Okay. The most beautiful imagery of mushrooms. It took about 10 years to make. So there's these beautiful time lapse of, of mushrooms. It, you know, visually shows you what the mycelium network looks like underground. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it covers everything from psychedelics to functional mushrooms to mycelium to mycelium packaging. It's really, really like a good summary mm-hmm. for people that are interested in learning more. Yeah. All right, guys, let's take a break. So first of all, let's shout out Ritual, guys. Ritual vitamins are honestly incredible. They are clean, vegan-friendly. They are multivitamins formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms that your body can actually use. What that means is the way that the vitamin enters your body is the form in which your body can absorb it. Some vitamins require your body to go through a process of changing the vitamin's form. Example, folic acid needs to go through a process of methylation turned into folate so your body can absorb it. But in the case of ritual vitamins, they provide the vitamin ready and waiting so your body doesn't have to go through any additional processes. Plus, don't forget that the taste of ritual vitamins is fresh. They have their minty capsule on the bottom so you never have a yucky burp or feeling in your tummy after you take a ritual multivitamin. They contain key nutrients 
such as one of the more important vitamins of our time, vitamin D3, and you just take two pills daily, morning and night, morning and afternoon, both at the same time, whatever you want. I've taken two rituals at the same time and my stomach, which is very sensitive, was not bothered. So that's good to know. And don't forget that Ritual Vitamins come delivered to your door every single month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you're not feeling the love after the first month, they will refund your first month and they'll be like, it's fine. And they won't charge you and they won't bother you. But I don't think that's going to happen because these vitamins are just a really great everyday multivitamin. Head over to ritual.com slash retrograde. You will get 10% off your first three months of these vegan certified non-GMO gluten and allergen free vitamins with no fillers, colorants, or shady additives. They are delayed release with no nausea capsule design. They come scientists and nutritionists recommended. Start your ritual today. There's never been a more important time to keep your body healthy than right now. Moving on to another partner that I'm also very excited about in a different sense, also extremely important at this time is mental health, talk space. We are talking about talk space, guys. It is so wonderful to have them on the roster. For me, I just started therapy again because I've been facing some personal challenges and then I got a crazy therapist. But that's not going to happen to you on Talkspace. I know that because they have so many incredible options available. They let you try people out. If you don't like them, you can get a new therapist. It's a really great way to have therapy in an affordable and convenient fashion. Go to Talkspace and they will make it very easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions. And they use a very encrypted technology, so nothing will ever get leaked. Your information is safe with Talkspace. And they offer individual therapy, couples therapy, and they also have um, medication prescription services. If, if you're a person who needs to take a medication, um, they will help you set goals with your therapist and they will really help you to make sure that you're progressing and working through the psychological issues that are holding you back or holding you down. Their experts are available for dozens of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and anything else under the sun. So go over to Talkspace.com and check out what they're offering. It's just so cool because I hear a lot of people saying, you know, I can't afford therapy. I don't have time. But like with Talkspace, you can afford it and you can make time. So I'm pleased that we get to be partnering with them because it is so important to keep your mental health lost Go to Talkspace.com, use code retrograde, and you will get $100 off for your first month. That's promo code retrograde at Talkspace.com. And let's get back to this great conversation about functional and magical mushrooms. Okay. So mushrooms grow in the wild mm -hmm. and people are foraging for them. Some grow. Yes, obviously, they, some grow in the wild. Mm -hmm. but you, why, why mycelium and mushrooms are so cool is you can grow them kind of anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, there's companies now that are using mycelium to replace packaging because you can grow. Yeah, seed is one of those. Mm -hmm. We had the founders on the show and it's so, it's future. It's future it's, stuff. It's the future. And, you know, what our kind of talk track at the multiverse about mushrooms as a whole is we're like, mushrooms can save the world. They are just disrupting every single industry from, you know, obviously supplements and beverages, which is the category we're kind of covering with our marketplace to fashion. Companies are raising hundreds of millions of dollars for mycelium-based leather. Mm. And there's, these are like big players like Stella McCartney, Adidas, you know, NASA's. Really big companies are starting to leverage mycelium for packaging alternatives wow. and leathers, which is really cool. And then Seed, which you mentioned, uses a company called Ecovative for mycelium alternatives to packaging. Wow. And, you know, obviously then psilocybin is the future of mental health. So it's, I mean, if you really, once you dive in, you realize that they have an application almost anywhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so incredible. It's like, move over Portobello Burger. There's a new <laughs> mushroom in town. <laughs> you know? a new way to use your mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's amazing. So you mentioned psilocybin. And obviously, as, as we've been seeing, like the, the legality around that is starting to shift. And there seems to be this opening coming up where you won't go to jail <laughs> if you get caught with it. And therefore, from what we're hearing is there's a lot of investors getting in the game of what it's going to be like once psilocybin is decriminalized. Will it be decriminalized? Will it be legalized? Can you talk a little bit just kind of like about what is coming down the pipeline? 
what it feels like to me is it's similar to where CBD was, what, five years ago, where that we knew that that was coming down the pipeline and everybody was getting in the game. And now it's like back of hand stuff where like everybody is aware of like your grandma's on CBD. Yeah, exactly. And then now obviously with (laughs) cannabis, like those that legality is is lifting as well. Lifting? Sure. Um, And it's readily available and people are having access to it in a way that they didn't before. So like, what do you see from where you sit with the mushrooms of it all? It's a great question. So I'm going to answer it in kind of two lenses. Yeah. One is well, the it was comparison. like 10. I asked you 10 things at once. No, so. it's, it's all good stuff. I mean, so there's a lot of comparison. So first, like, you know, from CBD to mushrooms and cannabis to psilocybin, there's like a lot there. Mm-hmm. There's also like a very interesting point in time where we're at right now with mushrooms, which is really crucial. And then there's also, you know, the kind of application of both. Yeah. And and what the legal process looks like. So you saw this happen with CBD. There was, it was everywhere. Yeah. And it didn't like work. In the gas station, you could get CBD. It was in the it was gas like, station. What happened? Very quick dilution of, of the brand. Yeah. And because of that, CBD didn't work. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, CBD's bullshit. Right. And we're kind of seeing that right now with mushrooms. From, this is just like in the functional category. And then we'll talk about yeah. cannabis versus psilocybin. But Already, we're seeing brands that are using the wrong part of the mushroom mm-hmm. into their products, which that's, you know, there's this whole debate in the in the you know, mushroom community about the fruiting body versus the mycelium and which one is actually the most effective for supplements and ingestibles. Which one is it? We are in the very much in the belief that fruiting body, just based on the research and the experts that we've surrounded ourselves with, is absolutely the most effective okay. for your health. And mycelium is incredible for alternatives to packaging and, you know, all of that category. But mm-hmm. as far as actual health benefits, all the studies point to the fact that fruiting body uh, is superior. So you're speaking about, sorry, we're, we're amateur mushroom ingesters. You're just talking about like the mushroom. The mushroom. Yeah. So what the you, portobello part. Well, the portobellos, <laughs> are, those aren't functional mushrooms, are they? You, you know, there's, there's like 13 to 15 that are considered functional. Yeah. Like and the cordyceps, the cordyceps, lion's mane, turkey yeah. tail. So those all, and then the portobello or baby bella. Those and then are more just like, culinary. you know, the meat. Yeah, the meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you consider like, you know, the shape of a typical mushroom popping out of a field. Yeah. And so we're in the belief system that the fruiting body is the best. And so the brands that we work with on the multiverse use um, use some of the fruiting body or the whole fruiting body in the products. Mm-hmm. There's also a minimum amount of mushroom that you should put into a product to make it a viable product. Otherwise, it's like, throwing a grain of salt on your food and saying it's salted, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of brands are doing that now. They're putting five milligrams of, you know, turkey tail or, you know, even like the mycelium biomass, which isn't even the best part of the mushroom for your health, into a product and calling it a mushroom product. Whereas, you know, a way more viable, effective brand is using reishi fruiting body extract and they're using 500 milligrams. I'm assuming it's because it's cheaper because I buy the foraged mushrooms at the farmer's market. Yep. I buy like handfuls of cordyceps. It's like my favorite thing. Hot tip, by the way. Mixing rice with cordyceps is like the most delicious thing on the planet. I haven't tried that. It's so good. And okay. cordyceps are so good for you, obviously, you know, and you'll tell us more about that. But two handfuls of my lady hands, it's like $35. Wow. It's so fucking expensive. Yeah. So I understand why they're trying to cheat the system. <laughs> they're trying to, I mean, it's ridiculously cheaper. Not that cheaper. it's right, but yeah. It's ridiculously cheaper. Yeah. Um, to use mycelium. Mm-hmm. And then there is this whole, you know, school of thought of people that believe the mycelium is more effective. We're waiting to like keep up with the research and, and you know, we're, we're making sure we're evolving with the industry. So mm-hmm. we're open-minded for sure. And, you know, our goal is to surround ourselves with experts that know way more than us. Yeah. So that's- Same. <laughs> yeah, hence this podcast. And uh, you so that's kind of in the functional mushroom versus CBD category. Yeah. And we're at this really interesting point where if there were to have been, you know, a multiverse-like standards for C- the CBD category, we think it would have helped evolve and change that industry. So we're trying right. to do that with mushrooms. Cool. Um, you know, obviously there's amazing platforms like Miss Grass or Greenie for CBD, but we're just at such a crucial time where we're already seeing, you know, these these brands start to be created. And if you can establish a stamp of approval where customers can reference, okay, like I know a multiverse approved brand is a higher quality product. Right. You're establishing that customer loyalty and trust and, you know, doing the research for them. So when you look at the packaging of a mushroom brand, if you're, if you're not in the multiverse, if you just happen to be, you know, tripping through the grocery store, even though you should be on the multiverse, <laughs> what are the, what are we looking for as far as like, would it just say mycelium or what would it say? 
So what we in the ingredients. Yeah. And in some brands don't even list what they have in there, which is red kind flag. of a red flag. Yeah. Right. Um, so we also look for transparency. Like there's a lot of different kind of categories that we look at. Mm-hmm. But the main one is using fruiting body extracts mm-hmm. and and they will list that. So, so it'll be fruit, like chaga. Fruit and then parentheses, fruiting body extract. Got it. You know, some brands even go even more detailed than that, but like super high level, that's what customers should be looking for. And then for functional amounts, like minimum around minimum 200 mm-hmm. all the way up until, you know, some of the brands that we work with have you know, really high doses of functional mushrooms where it's 3000 milligrams right. of cordyceps, fruiting body extract powders, which is a lot. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say recommend starting there, but you can kind of like, work your way up. Awake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll feel really awake for yeah. sure. And they work when you're, you're taking the right amounts of them that you feel them. Yeah. And the products that we're creating through designs, you can feel them immediately, you know? So that's kind of like the functional mushroom side of things. Yeah. And then to your question of like the legalization process yeah. and all of that. What's going on? Yeah. It's, it's such an interesting, sexy space right now. Obviously, like so much capital is, fun, is going towards psychedelics totally and there's all this comparison and there's all this interest from investors that missed the wave with cbd or they made a lot of money and sorry in cannabis and now they want to get into psychedelics mm-hmm. uh, you know the, the comparison between psilocybin and cannabis i think is is not necessarily fair because mm. you're to look at the total addressable market for psilocybin almost a billion people globally depending on what reports you look at suffer from some sort of a mental health disorder you know, anxiety, depression, eating disorders, Why PTSD. Why the world is so chill and happy? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like nothing to be disordered about here. Right. Just, just take some mushrooms. Yeah. And, you know, so the, the the studies that they're finding with psilocybin are so profound. Mm-hmm. Johns Hopkins just re- released a report a few weeks ago showing that psilocybin is four times more effective than traditional SSRIs in treating mm-hmm. depression. You guys have obviously experimented with, with psilocybin and microdosing and um, maybe even like hero dosing mm-hmm. of of yes 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 we'll have to we'll, have well to dive you in start there. with hero dosing because you're you know 16 and you don't understand what you're doing mm-hmm. and you're drunk and you're <laughs> stupid and you're <laughs> at a party and you don't you projectile vomit on your best friends oh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's what you start with and then you realize what actually you know there is possible with them yeah and like I mean I really feel like I do one day on and two days off right now and it's like the, the access I have to my own creativity and just like general sense of center is insane. I don't know that I need to take a hero dose ever again. I I love that. And honestly, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah. And microdosing for me and a lot of people that are in my community that um, that do it. Why I think it's so powerful is because, you know, when you do psychedelic therapy, when you go in for a full psilocybin session, you know, your eye mask blindfolds. And again, I don't know if there's science to prove what I'm about to say, but mm-hmm. it's just my own personal experience is, you know, instead of having that experience where you're not, you're closed off from your life, like you're, you're in your brain. The idea is, you know, you're going, you're disrupting and getting out of your default d- default mode network, mm-hmm. interrupting all of these habit loops and forming new neural Which pathways. Which is great. Incredible. For microdosing, it's like you're live having to implement mm-hmm. what's happening. Totally. And so, you know, you're in your life and you're dealing with conflicts and that, you know, what, psychedelics do is they interrupt habit loops. We're just a giant walking habit. Mm-hmm. And so being able to form those new neural pathways while you're moving about your life, mm-hmm. I think is so profound. Totally. Like it, I feel like I notice what they do when I'm not on them. Mm-hmm. Like my capacity to focus is increased Yeah, by virtue of doing what you're saying, which is like kind of slowly reworking the wiring because I think sometimes when you do like a lot of a psychedelic you're blowing it out and then you're kind of like you wake up and you're like whoa the ash like and I need <laughs> now I need to rebuild the city and it's like and a how lot do you of integrate work, it yeah you know and if a little bit at a time is kind of like we're gonna re, we're gonna redecorate that room we're gonna get a new appliance over there like it's gentle yeah and I appreciate that part yeah, of it I I totally agree yeah I am so excited to talk about our partner today. I adore them so, so much. We're talking about Olive and June. Their founder, Sarah Gibson Tuttle, is a friend of mine. She was on the show way back in the day talking about really how she was revolutionizing the nail salon manicure experience. And now they've created the Manny system that we can now have an incredible DIY salon experience at home. So the system has 
cleanup brush. They have this incredible polish remover pot, a nail clipper, nail file, nail buffer, super glossy top coat, award-winning cuticle serum, and the piece de la resistance is this contraption that they created. It's called the Poppy that is this like universal top that you can put over your nail polish handle. And it just makes it a million times easier to paint your nails. And then you can pick your polishes. And there's seven free polish means there's no junk. It's long lasting. It doesn't chip. And they have the best colors because I think running a salon for as long as they did, they literally were witnessing all of the colors that all of us were gravitating towards. And then they just created the best versions of that. They're so shiny. They do not chip. They lasted over a week. Right now I have on my toes this light pink color called SE. And then on my fingernails, I just went for like a sheer light color, CHM. I love it. You guys have to go check it out. We're offering 20% off your first Manny system with our code retrograde. I personally never thought I could do my nails at home and I've slowly been able via this system, via this kit they've put together to actually make it happen. My nails look good. I am no longer fearful. I have, I feel empowered for the at-home Manny. Amen. Praise the gods. So again, your new nail life is here. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use our promo code retrograde at oliveandjune.com. We're done with expensive bad Mannies. This is the new us. Okay, retrograders, it is time for a podcast wreck. So for a long time, we've been taught talking openly and honestly about our mental health is something we shouldn't do. Like when someone asks you how you are and you're supposed to say fine and just get on with your day. That's exactly how host Diane Guerrero felt growing up. She was taught to say she was okay when she really wasn't. And that's exactly why she started her new podcast from LAist Studios called Yeah, No, I'm Not Okay. You may know Diane Guerrero from her standout role of Crazy Jane on HBO Max's hit DC Universe series, Doom Patrol. She also starred on Netflix's Orange is the New Black, CW's Jane the Virgin, and CBS's Superior Donuts. But Diane is more than just an amazing actress. She's also a passionate advocate for immigration and mental health issues. And yeah, no, I'm not okay. Diane wants to revolutionize the way we address mental health, starting by providing a safe space where we can talk about how we feel, where we're not ashamed of our own human experience. Did you know that young people of color are disproportionately affected by mental health issues and they're not getting the resources they need? Yeah, Diane wants to change that. Yeah, No, I'm Not Okay explores real issues that youth face all over the world like addiction, depression, anxiety, and suicide through conversations with friends, activists, healthcare professionals, and artists, including Demi Lovato, a huge advocate for mental health. I'm so excited to tune into this show. It is available now. You can download Yeah, No, I'm Not Okay at laist.com slash yeah, no, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash yeah, no. To go back to your original question of the legalization process, it's moving on, on some levels a lot slower than people want and then a lot faster than a lot of people might think. Mm-hmm. So what's fascinating about all the conversations I'm having, and I just went through a fundraising process through, you know, a lot of our investors are interested in us because of the future of psychedelics. And some of us, are inter- they're interested because of functional mushrooms. We have this kind of wide range of people, but, you know, I had hundreds and hundreds of conversations with people looking at this space. On one hand, some people think it's about five years or so out from there being full widespread legalization. Some people are more conservative than that. There's no right answer, but I would say the average out is like four to five years. Mm -hmm. And already there's a bill to decriminalize introduced in California at the beginning of last week. It's already fully legal for medical use in Oregon. And that'll mm-hmm. go into an effect, I think, yeah. later this year. And I think decriminalized in general there, correct? Yep. Yep. So what is the risk versus reward of legalization, for example, with cannabis? You want legalization because you want to be able to smoke a joint on the street, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't want legalization because you don't want cannabis to turn into tobacco. So what are we gaining and what are we losing by legalization? And what would be your ideal like shake shake out like is it a medical thing i because i'm i'm personally apprehensive of any time 
the government is involved in something because it's a lot for profit and then the quality diminishes. Yeah. And privatization keeps the quality high to some degree. For sure. And a lot of the best thought leaders that I'm kind of following and learning from in this space are really focused on psychedelics and psilocybin, MDMA, ketamine for medical use. Mm -hmm. And because that's where you're having all these profound transformations, all of these studies, like the why, why the space has, has gained so much momentum is mm -hmm. because of these studies that they're funding. Most of these studies are for clinical outcomes. Right. For anxiety, PTSD, depression. Um, there's not a whole lot of studies for this like category of healthy normal, whatever we consider oh, ourselves just, in. Like, get and, into your work and feel good about it. Right. But like who in this world, like I don't qualify myself as having anxiety because I mm -hmm. I'm of the mind that when you give yourself a label or diagnosis, you then you lean into that and it it doubles down on that, you know? I mm -hmm. like to identify with something positive where it's like solution based. But for sure. truly who in this universe doesn't have low grade anxious experience, some sort of depression, some sort of ADHD. Like we all, we're not maybe sick, air quotes, but we all have it because we're all living in a very fucking weird reality. So. For sure. And my, I'm in the belief that psychedelics have the potential to positively impact everyone. Totally. They're not, you know, some people aren't necessarily ready for psychedelics. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pre-work and education. And, and there's like um, fear around it. A lot of fear. I yeah. mean, you know, good example of this, not to derail us too far down this rabbit hole, but I introduced and started talking about psychedelics probably about four or five years ago when people like Tim Ferriss and Michael Pollan really started talking about and funding the space. Mm -hmm. And Michael Pollan easily has made the biggest cultural shift in the last few years in psychedelics because of his book, How to Change Your Mind, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. oh, and a I lot of people's of opinions. Book. Yeah. And so a fascinating case study of how to kind of redo the cultural narrative around this was my mom. So my mom, in the very much in the belief system, cannabis is the devil, right? Mm -hmm. Like she was really against all drugs. We grew up in the D.A.R.E. program. I'm from Missouri, like, you know, classic case of anti-drug family. And I started talking about psychedelics and their profound, you know, use and all these therapies. And it was a two year or so education process to, you know, my mom read the book with me and then my mom watched Fantastic Fungi. Mm -hmm. And so watching her literally change her mind, the book is called How to Change Your Mind. <laughs> Hilarious. And, you know, that's both through the actual in-depth experience of psychedelics and then also changing your mind around like a cultural norm and actually being able to see a bigger picture of why we think the way that we do. Mm -hmm. And anytime you have massive cultural change and people that that shift culture it's because they are stepping out of the conformity of like their previous audience mm -hmm. and jumping into an old audience i followed michael pollan for food and tim ferris for life hacks and biohacking and like sex tips right yeah. from his books and then when i started hearing them talk about psychedelics i started paying attention because they built legitimacy in these other audiences mm -hmm. and so now we're starting to see people step out of their own audience and start talking about psychedelics, and that's what's shifting culture. Fucking Deepak Chopra's talking about it. Crazy. <laughs> it's like it's, incredible. It's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, crazy headline. Yeah. And, you know, so it, just to wrap up the story on my mom, she had this massive shift and, you know, tried psilocybin mushrooms and, you know, had this insane experience. You felt like she talked to God and felt oneness with the world. And now every time I talk to her, she's like, I cannot believe I would have died mm -hmm. not having that experience. Wow. And feels like she's returned to her childhood sense of joy, you know, yes, solved these That's so yeah, cool. It's, it's amazing. And yeah. there's hundreds of case studies like that around yeah. me. And so seeing it up close and personal is so is so profound. So I'm very much in the belief system that everyone should have responsible access to psilocybin mm -hmm. and microdosing and all these things that like, you know, we know to be so, so effective because we've experienced them personally right. and through our closest relationships. Right. And then companies that are creating synthetic versions of psilocybin, there's a lot of debate around whether that's ethical, right? Or you should just be using the plant from the earth. But the system that we're trying to change here is the American healthcare system. Yeah. Where we're on, on average in, in 2017, they ran a study 17 prescriptions per person. It's fucking insane. You're not going to get someone from Missouri to go take an ayahuasca trip in Peru. Right. But what's more approachable to them is their doctor saying, hey, instead of taking your SSRI, maybe I can prescribe you this synthetic version of psilocybin, mm -hmm. which has the same effect in a lot of ways. So I think that 
there kind of needs to be entry points from all over that spectrum that will appeal to different audiences. Mm-hmm. I guess my mind is just going to that place of like, you've got, you've been to Amsterdam, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like the people of Amsterdam are chill with the consumption of weed. Yep. They're not the problem because they're used to it or whatever before things changed. But like, mm-hmm. I remember when I went there in 2008, they were about to change the law so that foreigners couldn't access the coffee shops in the same way because they were like tr- children. Couldn't they were like, it. whoa, weed, like fucking, <laughs> because there's such a repression, you go there and you end up being like a rebellious, insane person. So that's, I guess it's, that's just where I want this to be accessible, obviously. But it's like, what's the slow You worry burn? that the, the general public can't handle the magic. They can. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's what's I totally, a little alarming. I totally agree. And I think that what that highlights is just a need for education. Totally. Right? So why in the same realm that kids that are brought up drinking, you know, a glass of wine at dinner with their right. parents don't go to college and do 12 keg stands and like shotgun a bunch of Red Bull vodkas, you know, right. that's, so it's education and, and the slow integration process. That's a really that. good point. And I think, you know, why, what I'm so passionate about is just connecting with everyone in the space, mm-hmm. figure out who's doing it in the right way, who can help distill this really complicated information to the masses right? and help rebrand, you know, mushrooms and psychedelics, but it all, it all starts with education. So that's cool. So maybe in the five years between now and the full legalization, the initiative is just education, like you're saying. Yeah. That's really amazing. I love that. I never thought of that. It's like introduce them to the idea. Yeah. Right. And well, then we just send this show to everybody. Yeah. Just send this show to everyone <laughs> yeah. in America. Yeah. And yeah. then by the time that they see it around, it doesn't feel so. They're like, oh, that's chill. I understand how to use that. It's not. Because really the only exposure, like what, the story about your mom, it's like you get exposed to drugs mm-hmm. and they are scary and they are dangerous and you will die, <laughs> you know? And there's no nuance of like the benefits. I think what's, you know, why we've decided to start with functional mushrooms and, yeah. and functional mushrooms, I mean, our business model very much like is not conditional upon psychedelics ever becoming legal for sure. Right. So that would be a hard model, hard model to follow. Yeah. But living on a prayer, (laughs) functional mushrooms are so profound, but often they're the gateway for people to understand mushrooms. Interesting. And so that's what, what I feel is, is kind of the path Mm -hmm. is introduce people to functional mushrooms, make them sexy, accessible, cool, brand them well, introduce them to younger demographics. People like humans were designed to eat mushrooms. I firmly believe that. I believe we were designed to eat mushrooms. And then somewhere along the line, we took them out of our diet. Mm -hmm. That was a major oversight Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And now you have a lot of people that think mushrooms are gross or they taste weird and they have this, you know, weird flavor. And everyone is, you know, looking at chaga and wondering, will it get me high? And, you know, there's supplements in Whole Foods. People literally will ask all the time, will your products in the multiverse get us high? Please, will they get me high? (laughs) (laughs) On on life, and you you definitely feel them. But I think starting with, rebranding functional mushrooms, huge. And then that's why we've decided to focus on that as our niche and then partner with all these other companies, psychedelic life sciences companies for content and education because there are most functional mushroom companies out there. Most are are really just focused on that niche rather than being outspoken about the psychedelic space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that we're positioning ourselves. I really believe in the power of psilocybin. It's mm-hmm. changed my life. It's changed everyone around me's lives. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that we're positioning ourselves as allies to all of those companies and helping to normalize them. No mushroom left behind. No mushroom left behind, baby. So, so let's talk about the functional of it all, because that's what the multiverse is currently yep. uh, serving up to us. Who do we need to know? Yeah. Tell us like on you're really like the gatekeeper for this site curating everything that's on it, like what are some standouts right now for you that we need to know about? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick one from like each different category, Correct. depending on how you like to consume mushrooms. Cool. I'm a powder person. I love powders. Some people, you know, I know you're maybe not a, a drug powder person. <laughs> no, no, but I'm a mushroom powder, mushroom powder girl. <laughs> I just straight snort great. cordyceps. Great. <laughs> no. great. I should have brought that. That would have been a great visual for the yeah. intro. Yeah. Um, like, oh, <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> so I love this company called Alpha Dynamics. Okay. Um, and they have really strong mushroom powders. Obviously, fruiting body extract powders, and you can 
get them in these little stick packs. They're on the go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love making those in teas in the morning. Mm-hmm. Alpha Dynamics, love them. And what what functional medicine, or sorry, what functional mushrooms are in their little packets? They have a bunch. So they have cordyceps, like a straight cordyceps powder. And which cordyceps is, is good for energy, athletic performance. A lot of people get off coffee using cordyceps. Those are good for your lungs. Great for your lungs. And that's what's so cool. Functional mushrooms, they're kind of like this catch-all where you can blend all of them and they'll have, you know, they overall support your digestive. They, they support healthy skin. They have lots of fiber, healthy mm-hmm. gut bacteria, overall immune system function, yeah. lowered stress levels, all of these great things. So they're like in this category. And then if you were to look at each one individually, they each have a very specific function that they focus on. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people take cordyceps for athletic performance. You know, it's not a mushroom that you would normally take at night before you go to bed because it does give you that noticeable boost of energy. Mm-hmm. So Alpha Dynamics has those. And then a lot of people love, they, they also have blends. They have, you know, Lion's Mane, Cordyceps, Chaga blend, which is amazing. Um, and then some of my other favorite companies have tinctures. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge tincture person myself, but they're like the best I'm a product. tincture girl. Yeah. Forever. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm excited to share what the product we're I'm creating I'm on the then. edge of my seat. So Lion's Mane is for the mind? Lion's Mane is for the mind. And actually a lot of people that microdose combine Lion's yep. Mane with psilocybin. I, I was just going to say that. That stack is really nice. And there's a lot of synergy between those two. Yep. I put my Lion's Mane in my coffee and then I pop in my silo gummy and I'm like, see you later. Great. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. And um, so Lion's Mane is incredible for, you know, neuroregenerative properties. Mm-hmm. And let's see what else. Um, so Rainbow Mushrooms has these incredible tinctures. They're really beautiful. I think it also speaks to the importance of really great branding. You need something beautiful, unfortunately. Speaking to Elizabeth's soul. <laughs> yeah. And I I'm think, a font slut. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a font slut too. And I think what's so interesting is if you look at this space, to just to briefly derail us um, aside from products, is most of the people char- you know, leading the charge in the mushroom space historically were older white males. So the branding matches accordingly. Mm-hmm. And so now you're having all of these, like you said, younger millennial female founders um, come in and rebrand mushrooms, which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. We want to make them sexy, right? Mm-hmm. We want to make, you know, the brand we're launching is called Super Mush. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited. It's a 60s and 70s inspired brand. A lot of notes to like the culture and the music and the lyrics of the 60s and 70s. Cool. And we really wanted to make sure that it was opposite of millennial sleek branding and then also kind of granola mushroom branding, which a lot of these products have. Mm-hmm. So Rainbow Mushroom Tincture is awesome. We're obviously really excited about our brand called Super Mush. We're launching functional mushroom mouth sprays oh, as our first product. Cool. I brought I brought some so you guys Love can try them. That. Really excited about them. And that'll launch in about two months. Okay. And um, let's see some of my other favorite products. I love plant people. Mm-hmm. They're more known for being um, CBD products, but they're expanding into mushrooms. Cool. So they have really cool capsules that I love. Um, you mentioned chaga. Sorry, I'm also yeah. trying to weave in the mushroom education. What is the chaga one for? Chaga is what most people think of when they think of immune function. Okay. Overall, I thought that was immunity. reishi. So um, reishi as well. So they kind of, they all touch different categories. Mm-hmm. Reishi functions like an adaptogen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, brings your body to homeostasis is the easiest way to describe it. The more you take, the better you are. Mm-hmm. And chaga is kind of referred to as the king of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Reishi is the queen. They have different kind of properties in each of them. Mm-hmm. But chaga is in is full of antioxidants. It's one of the highest sources of antioxidants that there cool. is. And it's an incredible superfood. And a lot of people, especially during COVID, everyone was really focused on their immunity. A lot of mushroom brands saw their chaga products sell out. Mushrooms are not like Advil. You don't take them. And even though you might feel the effects pretty quickly, they compound in your system over time. Adaptogenic. Mm-hmm. They're adaptogenic. I do remember this conversation. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Learning stuff. Remembering yeah. stuff. Yep. <laughs> and so... When you take mushrooms, like I've been taking them almost every day for five to six years mm-hmm. in some form. Powders, tinctures, obviously we get all these samples sent to us all the time. Yeah. So I'm constantly consuming mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And our message to people is just get them in in any way that you can because they pro- they protect you. They help you feel energized. They help you feel calm. They they do everything for you. Mm-hmm. So whatever your need is, that's kind of our, our, our message is there's a mushroom for that. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. Wow. Really doing also. I saw you had mushroom jerky, which is something that I feel like people around me are really into, and I've never tried it. I love it. So good. Yeah, I've never tried it. Have you tried it? I've tried the one that I've like make a barbecue one that you like can 
can do in the oh, you oven. Make your you can own? dry it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But I was we need to brand that on the multiverse. Where yeah. did I have it? And I, it was like Cafe Gratitude or someplace does like a bacon uh, bit mushrooms. Like a shiitake jerky or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, they and do I shiitake like, bacon. I need to figure out how to do this. I love them. Again, some mushrooms are polarizing for people. People either love or hate the jerkies. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with two companies right now, Pans and then Akua, that both have mushroom-based jerkies, but there's so many more brands mm-hmm. coming on the market. I love them. And so that's an example of incorporating functional mushrooms into a food mm-hmm. versus then you have some companies that are mushroom-specific supplements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, and you know, the, Obviously, the mushroom supplement, you're getting a much higher dose of functionals, but adding mushrooms in as a complementary superfood to snacks and, you know, different beverages is also really effective as well. Mm-hmm. And then all those little kind of touch points will compound in your system over time. Right. Wow. What a world. I love it. Mushrooms <laughs> are going to save us all. What folks. a multiverse. <laughs> the multiverse is here to help. Thank you so much. So tell um, our listeners where they can find you and the site and all of that. Yeah, no, thank you guys so much for having me. This was such a good conversation. I learned so much. Yeah. Good. I'm so glad. Um, so you can find us at yourmultiverse.com, spelled how it sounds. And we're on Instagram at multiverse.marketplace. You can find me at Ali Shaper. I'm sure you guys will link that somewhere so I don't need to spell it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also, I mean, the main thing that we're super excited about is we're launching our own product line. So be on the lookout cool. for that. Wait, can we, that's can we see them so yeah. we can have yeah. our reactions actually, live on air? Yeah, we actually just got we just got our first sample packaging. So the brand is called Supermush. And we're I love launching the name. These, these really cute functional mushroom mouth sprays. Yes. Oh my God, they're so yes. cute. Oh my God. Wow. Daily chill, I daily immunity, daily it's energy. Like the cousin of the tincture. Wow. It's the, it's the cousin of the tincture. And we wanted to make something that was truly on the go. It's sublingual. So it absorbs directly into your bloodstream. And they taste good. Mazel That's the most tub. important thing. They so, are so cool. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Congratulations, yeah. Allie. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was so fun. Thanks for having There's me, guys. Talk soon. Yeah. Gray.